This is the result of your words, day 39. Lots of stories today, so let's get into it. Pro-Palestine activists are trying to get a ceasefire resolution on the ballot in Burlington, Vermont in March. It also includes denouncing Judenhass, Islamophobia, and anti-Palestinian rhetoric. However, it does not include denouncing anti-Israeli rhetoric. Lexington, Kentucky mayor met with Jewish and Muslim groups, and they released a statement urging peace in the community. At Sunny, a Jewish administrator had an Israeli flag in their office, and a student saw it and attacked the administrator. Jerry Seinfeld has only spoken about the attack on October 7th. Therefore, it is assumed by anti-Israel groups that he supports the Israeli government, and his show was protested in Syracuse, New York. This is another example proving that I'm not getting every story. A man was charged with vandalizing buildings with connections to the Jewish community in Burbank and Glendale, California. Ten counts. Mount Pleasant, South Carolina is considering harsher punishment for hate crimes. The ordinance would either be an additional fine of 500 or 30 days in jail or both. Governor Kathy Hochul is warning New York colleges that they have to deal with Judenhaas. And it violates New York human rights law if they don't denounce Judenhaas as a school. And yes, I wish this included Islamophobia too, but I guess we have to wait for that hearing. Mike Pompeo is angry that he's not allowed to speak at universities, but Judenhaas is allowed to run rampant on campuses. Because those two things are connected. This one is awful, and Faux News is the only place that has reported on it. Michigan Republican Tim Wahlberg isn't even Jewish, but a sign was put on a tree outside his office window, blaming the Jewish community for the downfall of the U.S. SMC Santa Monica College in Los Angeles has been added to the list of the Department of Education probe. It's because the Students Supporting Israel group was denied as an official club on campus. This isn't some new club. It has been there for a very long time. But this year, the school decided it didn't fill out all the requirements. And joining SMC since last week, we have UCLA, Stanford, Whitman College, University of Washington, Seattle, UCSD, and Rutgers. In Hawaii, uh, Magen David with a swastika were sprayed on a road sign. Also in Hawaii, all synagogues received bomb threats. This one makes me really sad because during the early days of the pandemic, my mom and I went to Temple Emmanuel every Friday night. They say Shaloha. It's fantastic. The New York bus company that left Jewish Detroiters stranded on the tarmac instead of driving them to the pro-Israel rally is being sued. Another article that proves that we're not hearing about every incident. There are three mentioned in this article. Generally, people in the Jewish community are being called names. Students are giving mustache man salutes in school to Jewish students. Lots of vandalism. The biggest one, and the only one actually discussed in the article, was at University of Missouri Columbia campus. Chabad put out an empty Shabbat table for the Israeli hostages. And a female student decided that that wasn't okay and flipped the table, destroying the display. So yesterday I said that the Detroit police took a second suspect into custody in the unaliving of Samantha Wool. Well, today we find out that this person didn't know her personally, had no connection to her. But they're still insisting it's not a hate crime. A month ago I talked about how two students vandalized the Jewish Student Center at Ohio State University. They have now been charged. They are both women and they go to the school. David Portnoy has doubled down and says he will never hire a Harvard grad again because the board stood behind President Gay and is not asking her to step down. Rutgers has suspended students for justice in Palestine. 
Their reasoning includes disrupting classes with protests and defending October 7th, among other things. A far-right MP in Poland, which is no longer controlled by the far-right, has been expelled from parliament after spraying Hanukkah candles with a fire extinguisher, which also injured someone. He has a long history of Udenhaas, so this isn't surprising, it's just horrifying. An elderly woman targeted a Muslim teacher on the London Underground while her students were present. And the only reason we have this story is because this website is exclusively to report Islamophobia in the UK. Alabama's AG, along with 13 others, is putting New York Times, CNN, Associated Press, and Reuters on notice because they believe that people who work for them are also working for Hamas. An NHS doctor claims that Hamas is a resistance organization, and Piers Morgan decided to have a conversation with him, making his views even more known. And I unfortunately agree with Piers Morgan in this interview. Maplewood, New Jersey passes a proclamation condemning Judenhaas and Islamophobia. Another example of incidents that aren't being reported widely enough. Students at University of North Carolina are saying that there has been support of Hamas and flyers calling for the destruction of the state of Israel, among many other things that they don't directly name. And those are today's stories. I know this series is important, but God, I hate knowing what happens every single day. Why does there always have to be something? Can we just respect each other? Refuah to all of us in need of healing. And may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.